Hey listeners, and thanks again for joining me in my streaming bubble, the podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. That's it. Just two people talking shows, that shit. Joining me in the bubble today is my smart ass little brother, Brian, with a Y. And we read way too much into season one of Black Mirror, the twists, the turns, the tech, all the spoilers. So keep your earbuds in and enjoy as we reflect back on Black Mirror season one. Thanks, and keep streaming. You like an intro? Yeah, I've been playing around with trying to do an intro for each episode, like in each episode, and I keep sounding like a fucking psychopath, so I think I'm just going to do a pre-recorded intro, get some fun little, what's it called, intro music, like a little theme song or something. You want me to, uh, I'll uh, I'll write your theme song. You'll write my theme song? Right now. I don't, you know, right now. That's it. Well, I mean, yeah, it's going to take a little while and money. <laughs> and money. <laughs> How you keep thinking there's money involved. <laughs> Isn't that, is that why so many people do podcast news? Because of all the money? Oh, yeah. Nothing, nothing but money. <laughs> I mean, just fucking screwed McDuck, McDuckin' it up. Did we start the podcast? Yeah, let's start okay. it. <laughs> oh, we haven't yet. So, well, whatever. It's <laughs> okay. Sometimes I do a little like recording, chit chat a bit, and then I'll do my weirdo intro of the show in the episode. So, you ready for that? This is Brian Ross, and you are listening to my streaming bubble. Mm-hmm. Streaming bubble? Yep, streaming. Okay. Yep, my streaming bubble. All right, take two. <laughs> God damn it! That's <laughs> ruining everything. All right, let me do it since you know it's okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so fucking weird. Anyways, hey, hi, and uh, thanks for joining for another episode. <laughs> You're a pro. Hey, hey. hi. I'm <laughs> like a fucking six-year-old. <laughs> Clearly, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for hours and um, days. Before, before we officially get started, I think you should keep all this, by the way. Um, <laughs> I probably will. Cause it's before, okay. before you get started, how much swearing can I do? All the swearing. Swear away. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. I don't want to do too much, but I'll use it to color some of the things I'm saying. Okay. Just, you know, as you would normally swear, I suppose. Go ahead, go ahead and um, no pressure, just start the intro again. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, guys. Um, welcome back to another episode of My Streaming Bubble, a podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. Today, as you can tell, I am tolerating my brother, Brian. Hi, I'm Brian. And <laughs> yes, she just barely tolerates me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for, I guess... Answering the Skype call. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, I do have to say, I, I'm a very, well, I'm, I'm not an avid listener of your podcast, but I'm an avid listener of podcasts in general, and uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit nervous. This is my first ever podcast experience, so, oh. uh, you know, who knows, this could be the 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 start of me just r- rocketing up to uh, podcast stardom. Oh, yes, that's, that's what I'm shooting for, is... <laughs> 
to launch your career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of, of something. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. You're welcome for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, <laughs> so yeah, so today we're doing, um, hopefully the, the sound quality will turn out. We're recording over Skype. Um, I watched a YouTube video on it, so I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. Um, so we'll just see what happens. But today we will be talking about Black Mirror season one, going back a bit. Yay! Yay! So, oops, sorry, I'm just moving some stuff around. Um, so problem is not like we're recording or anything. <laughs> Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No, it's not a professional grade show by any means. I mean, this is like '80s public access type shit going on right here. But um, so yeah, so we decided to do um Black Mirror, going back to the first season, cover the series, uh, because I couldn't. <laughs> I'm having a hard time, like, getting through The Leftovers, but I got a lot of other shows going on, so... I'm glad you mentioned that, because I was going to call you out, that Black Mirror was not our first idea. We no. settled on Leftovers Season 1, <laughs> and you gave up promptly after one episode. <laughs> you were like, eh, let's do something I've already seen. I was like, oh, Well, it's just, yeah. We'll do it later. It's like good. A, I have, like, a, you know, a family and, like, a job all right all right okay time i mean yeah it'd be great if all i could do is just watch shows and talk about shows make something from that (laughs) but so anyways it's fine it's fine yeah i'll i'll get to it i promise i'm hopefully when i'm done with mindhunter i'll get back to it Okay. Well, it's uh, it's recorded now, so I I literally have a recording of you saying you'll get to it. So <laughs> Fuck. that's a problem. And tens upon tens of people are gonna hear this. So tens upon tens. Wow, you're very like very optimistic about it. I appreciate that. So I appreciate it about you. All right. So Black Mirror season one. Uh, did you rewatch the first episode, the national anthem? I did. I, I'm gonna be honest. We kind of talked about it. I, <clears throat> I, I watched. I watched all of it um, again. I paid attention to the second and third episode, and mm-hmm. like kind of doing stuff during the first episode because I already kind of knew I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, like going back through it, like it's it's not as bad as I remember. But uh, I don't know. We we kind of briefly talked about how you know it it kind of sticks out as like the. Uh, the the lamest of the of the three yeah it's not my not my top favorite i mean i've i've watched it once and i won't rewatch it again that's my so you didn't rewatch it what's that you did you did you rewatch the season i rewatched um the second and third episode but it's just it's hard i can't knowing what happens and (laughs) yeah so oh yeah and spoilers 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 obviously whatever for a show that's been out for a few years yeah, spoilers, the Prime Minister fucks a pig at the end, yeah. of, the, <laughs> at the, end of the first season. Yeah. The craziest is, like, you know, the fact that, like, his wife stayed with him and everything and is going out and doing all these photo ops and everything and, and all that shit. And it's, like, I yeah. get, like, the whole point is, like, kind of, like, the, the control that the media has. Mm-hmm. Um, But I – fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. No, thank I, you. <laughs> 
I like that that's your biggest issue, not the fact that a dude just fucked a pig at the end of the episode. You weren't out at that point. You're like, you're like she needs yep, to leave yep. that they, dude after he fucked that pig. Yep, they lost me when I was like, oh, she's still with them. Well, this was a good episode. <laughs> I'm going to be completely transparent, too. Like, I, I watched it. This was the second time I watched it. Um, I think I kind of, like, half-ass watched it both times because, like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's, like, other themes and stuff. Like, as you mentioned, like, the the whole idea of, like, the media controlling everything and and, uh, the public opinion affecting everyone and being under the limelight and stuff. Like, that's clearly, like, the main main focus of the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, I'm sure there's other, like, little themes in there and, and interesting things that I missed while I was, like rolling my eyes while it was playing on my TV, but I, I don't... The, the episode itself, the second time around, the episode itself isn't completely garbage, but it's also, like, I think it was a big miss being the very first episode of a of such a stellar, in my opinion, such a stellar series. And so it's, like, it, it just, it kind of sucks, because, like, there's a few friends that I've recommended the show to, mm-hmm. and they, they, they literally, like, stopped watching because they like watch the first episode and they're like what the fuck is this uh, yeah when i recommend it to friends i tell them like you don't you don't need to watch the first episode like you don't like skip it you're not missing anything you know anthology series and whatnot so right. they're just like why i'm like eh. like i still don't tell them because i'm like you can if you want but you're not gonna feel good about yourself yeah yeah <laughs> I just, yeah, I think it was a miss. I mean, obviously, like, I, I read up a little bit about, like, the background and stuff, and it, it sounded like they were looking to do half-an-hour shows. Um, I think they were wanting to do, like, eight or something, and then they ended up getting um, contracted to do the three, like, hour-long ones. So mm-hmm. I think they had to cut, like, certain stuff out. So maybe, you know, if they had more episodes, they would be able to, like, mix them around a bit and kind of make it fit better than having the pig fucking one. <laughs> the first one. Um, right there. Oh. So one of those things where it might not be, you know, I mean, uh, of the three, like, like maybe I would have put um, the second episode, the, uh, uh, the, uh, what, what was the second episode called again? Uh, 15 million merits. Yeah. I, I probably would have put that, put that one first just cause it was a little bit more interesting, but I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see in I could see 15 million merits being first one and then sneaking in national anthem number 2 cuz you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, this show's kind of fucked up and, you know, yeah. like weird There's a little context to it, right? Like you're yeah. not just jumping in and and watching pig fucking. Um, I do have a question for you even though mm-hmm. uh, I'm the guest and you're the host. Mm-hmm. Um, I Twilight Zone was kind of out of my generation. Like, I, I never really, you know, obviously I saw a few episodes um, in my English class. I remember watching a few as well. But that was, like, definitely before my time. Did you, did you like, partake in that when it was, it was out? And, you know, like, what was your experience watching Twilight Zone and how it compares to Black Mirror? Well, I didn't watch it, like, heavily. You know, I wasn't an avid watcher. I, you know, if it was on, I'd watch an episode. Um, and I don't know, I think maybe by that point too, trying to watch some of the old black and white stuff, it's like, even by the eighties, technology had made some advances, storytelling had made advances, gore and horror, you know, have all, had all made advances and everything where I was just like, I was still kind of more interested in gross out shock factors than more of, um, more of like a, any kind of like a psychological twist or anything. Um, but 
I mean, I've seen like I've seen like the big ones everyone always talks about, like the the last man on earth, the one where it's like uh, all the people have like really ugly, fucked up, smushed piggy type faces. Yeah, that was the one I saw in school. Yeah, and a few others. I think there's like the one in the diner. I can't remember who was in that one, but constantly like stuck in a diner playing with the jukebox or something, a little tabletop jukebox. But and I but I do remember watching the movie because that one I think was maybe seventies early eighties and that one had the John Lithgow on the plane where he sees oh, like oh that's right that oh that's John Lithgow I I actually yeah. it's been so long since I've seen it that that's crazy I actually kind of want to go back and see that because I I don't think I knew who he was back then yeah I kind of remembered like I mean I think eventually I recalled him from like Harry and the Hendersons that was the movie that made John Lithgow kind of stand out in my mind for some mm-hmm. reason because watched that a hundred times with dad but yeah so then so the way black mirror compares to it from what i kind of recall and the feel of it i mean yeah it is very black mirror is very much the twilight zone meets technology you know mm-hmm. each episode's a its own standalone and um i know later in the seasons of black mirror and later episodes they have little like easter eggs to past episodes and stuff which is kind of neat Right. Uh, but for the most part, they're all pretty individual stories on how technology can just fuck with your life. Right. Um, I kind of want to re- – it's so dumb because I just looked it up on Wikipedia. But they did put a quote up of um, um, that Charlie Booker said, the, the creator or whatever. Mm. Um, it's, it says, if technology is a drug and it does feel like a drug, then what precisely are the side effects? This area between delight and discomfort is where Black Mirror, my new drama series, is set. The Black Mirror of the uh, of the title is the one that you'll find on every wall, on every desk, in the palm of every hand. The cold, shiny screen of a TV, a monitor, a smartphone. Um, and I think that, like, I really love the line of, like, the area between delight and discomfort, which is so... Uh, I think technology... I, I think we're getting to an age right now where... Um, technology is so ingrained in our society and we're really starting to be cognizant of its damage to what it's doing to everyone mm-hmm. in certain ways mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. and that's becoming more and more of a theme you know like the, like yeah. I'm meeting more and more people that are like yeah I live at my screen time and like like grown-ass people being like yeah, I try mm-hmm. not to watch tv too much and and like they're getting rid of stuff like there's the whole like minimalist um living the, the popular yeah. I forget the name of the the lady now that's that's kind of leading that um but yeah it's it's just it's kind of crazy that there's so many different extremes with it yeah yeah no i agree um that's interesting i never read any of that the like what um charlie booker had said about his about the show very interesting and very very pretty spot on i think he's done a really good job kind of exploring that that like gray area or whatever that mm-hmm. yeah so that was so then what did you think of 15 Million Merits? Was this your second time watching it? Yeah, um, it was my second time. I, rem- I remember really enjoying it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, a lot of it, going back through it, a lot of it's just so on the nose, which is great. I'm not, I'm not knocking it for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, yeah, it, it's a very fascinating like setting where it takes place and stuff. Like they're in this like facility and it's like it's very like the whole all of the walls are screens and stuff which is like 
you know, it, it, it's, it seems Very a bit digital. extravagant. Yeah, it seems, it, it seems extreme. Um, but then, you know, I'm sitting right here where I have two monitors in front of my face right now. I have right. an iPad right next to me. I have my iPhone right next to me. So it's like, like if I could pay to just have everything on the wall, not deal with anything, like I would do it. So it's, it's really like not, you know what I mean? Like a whole room that our screens is like not that far out. Um, and no. I think that's a common theme too of like when I'm watching it. Um, and a lot of my friends say this too, you're watching, you're like, we're not that far from any of this. Like there's even stuff, um, I think in later episodes, I can't think of specific ones, but I was talking with a friend and he was, he was saying like, there's a whole article about like picking out specific things in black mirror that stand out and then showing you in reality, these things are actually already happening. Um, mm -hmm. oh, it was, it was the one with, um, uh, shoot what is her name her last name's howard but the oh bryce dallas howard knows yeah, that. yeah 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 the, the one with like the you know the whole like point system and stuff yeah like oh that like was that, so that stuff's actually happening in china like there's places yep. in china where they're actually doing that kind of stuff so yep. it's so fascinating watching this to be like oh my god look at those guys like that's crazy yep. that the, they're in this area like with all this technology and stuff and then we look at our lives it's like we're really not that far no and it's like you know, can we stop using Black Mirror as like a blueprint of what to do? Because there right. was like there was that, and then um, in one of the other later seasons, uh, later episodes of Black Mirror, there's uh, like a like a self-driving pizza delivery truck or something, yeah. uh, or pizza dispensing machine or some sort of shit like that. And then what was it? Sometime later, there was like Domino's or someone was testing something like that. I was just like, no. <laughs> And then, like, the weird walking robot dog things from, yeah. also from Black Mirror. Like, yeah. no! Yeah. <laughs> Stop! Yeah. Oh, and I think, I think also, too, that's, like, our generation. Like, I think younger people, they're like, oh, yeah, that's sweet. But, like, us older, older folks, obviously, we're, like, slightly in different generations. But it's like, no, I'm, pr I'm pretty good at where I'm at right now. Like, um, yeah. Now, if you could cure cancer or something, that's great. But like, I'm 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 pretty set. Like, I don't mm -hmm. I don't need a a robot dog uh, delivering me Domino's pizza or whatever. Yeah, no, thank you. Hard pass. <laughs> I have a hard enough time. Like, I had a hard enough time kind of accepting how much I was able to do on my phone in terms of like pay bills and communicate right. with people from all over. And now it's like you know with Google Pay and syncing cards up and everything. Like that is terrifyingly convenient yeah yeah um yeah and so with 15 million merits what i found interesting was that i mean like i, I liked that episode even the first time i saw it it left me feeling icky because i felt really bad for the girl abby mm -hmm. like so like horribly horribly bad and just how fucked up that whole kind of next top star or whatever operated like their little juice box of compliance where they clearly were drugging them right like yeah sure whatever um even just like yeah like the life that they lived they lived in what seemed to be like a basement or something just something dark no natural lighting everyone just lined up and rode their cycles all fucking day and that's how they made their money not any different than just getting up and going to a job right you know just i mean literally turning the gears here though yeah and then, yeah, just, like, all the different programmings and shit. So, at one point, I was just kind of, like, with all the different stuff that they could watch, and then just based on the judges and how they seem to want to pick people for their different 
for their streams or whatever. It almost seemed like it was maybe like a Netflix, Hulu, and Pornhub. It was like, yeah, <laughs> spot on. I mean, yeah, that's, that's spot on. Like the one, the one white guy, I'd, I'd call him Netflix because he's like to Bing, the, the, the male character. He's just like, yeah, you can be on any one of my streams. The lady, she seemed, the female judge, I, a little bit felt bad for her. I felt like she tried to save Abby a little bit or not, maybe not save her, but she didn't seem very happy with the route Abby's success was going. Quote right. Success. Yeah. yeah. I, I got that sense too, that she was a little reluctant with the, with her judging and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and then that just kind of tells me overall that, you know, maybe these judges aren't any happier than the people on the bikes. Right. Well, I mean that that's an interesting point because the 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 main thing that really stuck out to me the I guess the apex of of the episode for me was the when you know when the main character um, he Bing I think he he gives the uh, mm-hmm. he gives the whole like heartfelt speech and all that stuff um, awesome monologue like yes like, he just fucking kills it yes he did um, and like the judges just shrug it off like you know what i mean like it's like it's such an impactful monologue mm-hmm. and like they just shrug it off and they're like yeah that was really cool like they didn't even listen to the content at all they were just like wow that was really powerful and i, I think if you it's hard to do it in this in this sort of like weird um setting that they set but like like they're still humans, you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. no matter what, like, they're still humans. So the fact that they're programmed in a way to, like, completely shrug off when someone is holding a, you know, a jagged piece of mm-hmm. glass to their neck and, and is, is pleading and, like, screaming and, and, and being rageful and, like, basically just, like, like talking shit about everything that they stand for and everything that they yep. do, the fact yep. that they were able to shrug it off so quickly, it's, like, it's so obvious that they're – like playing into it and and again it's like so it's so cliche to keep comparing it to our society but it's like you see all of these you know the simon cowells and and all these different figures um in media and it's like they're you know they started off as just like you and me and they're they're a product of our own you know popular culture and and society um so yeah I, i i'm glad you brought that up because that that like that kind of shook me the fact that they like they didn't even take a beat. They're just like, "Oh wow, that was really cool. Like you should do yeah. this more often." It was like, "Yeah, what the fuck? Did you not hear anything he just said? Like, like yeah. he just poured his heart out. It was, it was it was crazy." And then and obviously the audience starts erupting in in applause because you know the judges say that it's okay and it's like, um, yeah, yeah it, it left a ew, it was it was icky. Yeah, and then and then it's like, I mean, really, yeah. At that point, what you know from Bing's perspective what were his options back to the bike or right. be promoted and keep pushing that the lies and the bullshit, you know, in a, in a yeah. bigger room with bigger screens. You know, the first time I watched it, I thought he had gotten up to the top somewhere and he had like a view of what was going on in the real world yeah, uh, or outside of whatever this complex is. But upon the, this last rewatch, I'm like, yeah, no, I think those are monitors. I think he I did just think, yeah. up bigger, bigger screens like he ranted about. Right. And then the fact that I think, I don't know if he was kind of singing Abby's song, uh, to me kind of showed that he still thinks about her. He still feels bad about what happened to her and maybe even feels bad about how nice he has it. 
right. uh, you know, comparatively speaking to, you know, to Abby and what she has to go through now and even the people still stuck in the basement. Right. Stuck on the bikes. You're right. And I, I think that, I think <laughs> it's so funny that you say that. Um, it's, it's like we're related or something. But <laughs> okay. I, I thought the same Crazy. thing too. The first, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, he, he made it. And I knew that there was kind of a weird somber mood with the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, like the way that it was shot and everything, but um, but I was like, oh, interesting. Like he, like he, he finally made it. And then the second time watching it, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that could easily just be like a bunch of screens and stuff, and like that would explain more about his his somber, you mm-hmm. know, his somber mood that he has uh, at the end. Like he he doesn't seem settled at all. He he no. he, he seems. It's very melancholy. He seems calm, but mm-hmm. he, it, it just doesn't. It doesn't seem like he made it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was really fascinating too. And I, I think that that's a really great parallel to like, you know, the whole white picket fence idea um, in the U.S. Like the, the whole idea that you eventually make it big or you eventually you know get rich or whatever, and then everything's great. But yeah. the, the reality is, is like once you get to the top, all, all you really do is get a get a taste of, you know, what you actually want, but you actually don't really get it in the end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was I, I felt like that was a really like poignant ending. Yeah, no, I liked I liked that one. I didn't. What? Yeah. The whole everything that happened to Abby, her whole little storyline. Um, I just oh, it was so gross and just icky and. Oh, just terrible. Right. So I remember like the first time watching it, that's what kind of stuck was that like everything else as well. But that's what really kind of stuck out. And I was just like, ew, this show is upsetting. (laughs) Next one. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I think that's the point. Like it's, it's, it's fun. Like, I'm so glad that we picked this one to talk about because Mm -hmm. it's like, it's the easiest to talk about. Right. Like it's, it's shit that we deal with every day and talk about every day and it's yeah it's like it's scary how how close we are to <laughs> to living this life yeah oh absolutely i mean i mean look at us now with our reality shows and tweeting at the shows live tweeting hashtags the voting all that stuff i mean yeah we're just how much longer before we could we could create an avatar and feel like we're right there in the audience of america's got talent or some shit and then just further progressing right right scary yeah scary scary so um and episode three the entire history of you yeah um what'd you think of what are your thoughts on this one tell me a lot i was (laughs) okay um (laughs) i i remember uh so i i first started watching black mirror i think it was two or three years ago mm-hmm. um and i remember liking i remember liking this one a little bit less than the than the second episode um i don't remember why i have no reason why um but then re-watching it i, I mean it's so dumb to like call favorites or whatever but <laughs> i think this one hits home a little bit more and i think it's a little bit more a little bit more layered, I guess. I don't know. I'm just, like, making up terms to make myself sound like I know what I'm talking <laughs> about. But it just seems like like the second episode seemed very straightforward on what it's talking about. This one, I feel like, 
revolves around this whole storyline and it kind of like interweaves with the narrative. Yeah. Um, like all the themes and stuff. Um, and it has a lot more things that like, I feel like I can relate to. Sure. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was, I, I thought it was a really fascinating watch. I, I really, I really liked it. I think uh, of the three, I think I prefer this one. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to say, I, I would have to kind of agree with that in um, my first, first time around with the first season. Um, yeah. This one was probably second. I mean, I liked it and everything um, after watching it because I've watched it a few times. I've you know gone back and rewatched random episodes over the years, um, and and especially this last time, it really felt like it's how do I it, it, the story was more about like the people and how they handle the technology that they have, and I know that that goes that can be said with any fucking episode of Black Mirror, but clearly like. Like the husband, um, whatever his name was, I can't remember, but Liam. Liam, he seemed like he already maybe had some anxieties, neuroses, jealousy, mm-hmm. um, and a touch of control. But without knowing how long this technology has been around, I don't because I don't think they say because um, their baby has it. So it's like. Is this right. something that he always had and then this technology came along and he got the grain and it's just kind of amplified it? Right. Uh, I, I would I would guess they had it for a while. Well, so they can they did the flashbacks to um to when Fifi was boning that dude. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean it, it was you know it was years upon years I guess I, I guess you're right like we don't know if it went past that but like it, it had to be it couldn't be like that new like they had right. they had recordings of from like pretty far long yeah. ago so it's like with with Liam because at one point Fee makes the comment of you know when when Liam starts getting all jealous and worked up about oily Marrakesh guy. Fee's like, you know, we are, we've already done this with Dan or whatever, mm-hmm. where I'm assuming Liam got jealous and couldn't let go of it and maybe a little ragey because then she cheated on him during the five days he was gone. Right. They did. I don't remember. Did they say why he had left? They just like had a fight or something. I I actually don't recall. I do I do remember that that part that you're talking about, and she mentioned that he like completely ignored her for five days. Um, yeah, but I don't remember like the context around it. So maybe you know, because maybe at first like we're kind of meant to sympathize with Liam because his wife cheated on him, and you know now he's raising a kid that likely isn't his. Um. But what if it's really like Fee? What if she's more or less the victim of the story? What if because of these little tidbits they kind of dropped about Liam's anger and an inability to like handle his shit and just take off for a few days? Like, what if those are just tiny little bits of a bigger problem that eventually led to Fee cheating on him and then eventually leaving him? Right. I think, I mean, that's the gray area that you know, that we're talking about, not, not necessarily like the good and bad in technology, but just the gray mm-hmm. area between the, of the characters and, and what technology has done to them in a sense. And I, I think the episode, they did a great job of, you know, doing a whole back and forth, um, kind of similar to, I mean, any show nowadays, but similar to like 
Walking Dead or, or mm-hmm. Game of Thrones where, you know, you start to love a character and then they start to do shit and you're like, oh, I don't like him as much anymore. Or the opposite, you, you know, there's a there's who you think yep. is like the classic villain and then they start to do cool shit. Um, and then you're like, oh, they're not so bad anymore, Jamie Lannister. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so it's like that, there's definitely like this little back and forth of like, okay, Liam seems kind of crazy. Okay, Fee's acting a little suspicious. Like, um, like during Liam's whole you know, like freaking out, like getting the babysitter to come watch the video and stuff. And he's like an alcoholic, like he's like drunk and stuff. You're like, dude, this guy needs to keep it together. But if you really like watch the video, like, and this is the danger of like the whole idea of the technology that they have. Mm -hmm. You watch the video, you're like, yeah, it's really obvious that she's hiding something. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you, like you can point to Liam and say, Hey, you're crazy, but Mm -hmm. he he can be crazy, but also right. You know what I mean? Um, so that was like, yeah, it it was like this really interesting, like back and forth thing. And then, you know, they have the big scene in their bedroom when you find out that, you know, she fucked the dude with no protection and she's been lying to him the whole time and stuff. And it's like, it's, it's one of those things where it's so easy to, to judge people on the outside looking in, but it's like, you know, if, if I, um, if I had a significant other, and found out they were cheating and I had I literally had video proof of it like yeah that would probably drive me a little insane and especially if I had someone like telling me I'm crazy and stuff um mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't know it, it I, I I think yeah I mean I, I just think it's it's not really either of their faults it's just kind of like it just shows how that sort of technology how dangerous it could be yeah um, when just like implemented in our lives yeah well i mean i mean even with it with the episode starting off during his performance review or whatever and then him yeah obsessively watching it um on his way to the party like that's not healthy that's (laughs) and then the only one of the only good sides i saw to it was being able to go back and rewind to catch up on who are these people I'm about to spend the next couple of hours with that I don't hardly remember. Right. You know, I was like, oh, well, that's a neat little trick. Um, but then getting in there and him being like, oh, I had a shitty performance review or whatever. And they're like, oh, put it up on the screen. Let's take a look. Yeah. <laughs> we'll critique you. I'd be like, uh, go fuck yourselves. We're not doing that. Right. Where's the wine? Yeah. Well, and, and like, I, I agree, like, watching that, I was like, wow, those guys are assholes. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when you put in the context of them, like, having this technology for a while, like, yeah. it's probably pretty, it's probably, like, normal for you to be like, oh, an embarrassing ha- thing happened to you today? Like, throw it up on the screen. Let's watch it. Like, like yeah. you have access to all of these things. It kind of becomes, like, uh, like a little part, not a party trick, but it just becomes, like, an activity that you do, or just, like, showing yeah. these random things that you see throughout the day. Well, like, um, yeah, he was like, well, look at this rug. It's all frayed. Like, yeah, he had his fucking rug up on screen showing everybody like really no one gives a shit. <laughs> right, right. Um, before I forget, I want to go back to something that you mentioned about like the like that it wasn't healthy for him to watch it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, not to get too deep. You can cut this out if you want. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I went through a breakup like a few months ago and um it was like the first time that I like I it, like it hit me pretty hard. Like it was the first breakup that I like was kind of messed up over, mm-hmm. and like I found myself like like going through pictures and like like looking at her Instagram and her Facebook mm-hmm. and stuff. 
And I've talked to so many people that have gone through um, pretty big breakups and they're like, yeah, that's like, that's super normal. Like that's something that everyone oh, yeah. does. And I, I think this, like, it, it's just such an interesting parallel of like, it's kind of that scab that you keep, you know, picking at. And it's like, you just can't stop. Like, can you imagine if you were going through a big breakup? Like I, I eventually had to like block, block her on social media because I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself from impulsively like checking things. Just imagine mm-hmm. if you had a recording in your fucking brain, like mm-hmm. of all, like, like, Oh my God, like second guessing yourself about everything and, and yep. playing recordings of conversations that you had, like good times, bad times, like, like it would, it would like seriously fuck all of us up. And I think oh, that's yeah. a really, really important like theme in this episode is, is, humans can only take so much you know what i mean like there's only yep. there's only so much self-control that we all have and um i it would be it would be absolutely insane if we had these recordings and stuff like how messed up our psyche would be it would do me no good whatsoever <laughs> i can tell you that right yeah. now. i go back and read like old texts i have a hard enough time you know, just the classic, like, oh, I'm trying to go to sleep, and now let's think about something horrifying from years ago and figure out what the fuck went wrong. Like, I'd rather not be able to do that, like, willingly on command and literally pull up, like, the the actual memory. Mm-hmm. That would just drive me absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, I did, I, I did like, too, the way... So, yeah, so the grain technology, I think, had to have been around for a while because the one girl, Hollum, um, that didn't have, have the grain because hers got dug out and then she just never got a new one. I I found it very interesting how everyone was just like, oh, clutch the pearl. She doesn't have a grain. Oh, my God. But then it seemed like 911 wouldn't take her seriously when she tried to call the cops when Liam was beating the shit out of oily Oh, marriage. right. Because you can hear her say, like, no, I don't have a grain. And then I think just, like, fuck, get off of it, you know. Yeah. And so that's pretty crazy. Right. But, yeah, it's just interesting that, you know, she's she's the loner, you know. Yeah. And then and now Liam. I think I'd end up doing the same thing and just pulling that fucker out. Right. That was gross. Uh, I would like to think I'd, I'd have the 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 chutzpah to to do that uh, I would I would probably pay I would probably pay a doc, pay somebody to put me under and <laughs> take, take it out and then sew it up nicely and give me ice cream afterwards but um, <laughs> but yeah but I mean but it, it's also it's it's very similar to like phones right like there's you yeah. know there's the person that doesn't have a smartphone like I, I have a coworker that has a flip phone and I'm Good like point. what what the hell like, how do you live? Like, what are what are you doing? That's insane. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Like, do do I have the the discipline to get rid of my phone? I mean, if you think about it, getting rid of that little thing, it takes away all of these specific memories. And you, and you watch it at the end of the movie or at the end of the episode where he's um, playing through like the good times with Fee and like looking at his child and all these, all these things. And it's like, as, as easy as it is to say that you could just like pull it out. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't believe you, but it's also like, you're also getting rid of all of these like recordings, like literally burning all of your home videos. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like at, at what point would you get to that threshold? 
That's a good question. I, I don't know. I, I feel like if I was, if I were Liam, like had gone through all of that and then, yeah, couldn't stop obsessively, like going back and rewatching, you know, the happy times. I, I, I don't know. That might, that might've been enough. That might be enough to drive me to the point to just fucking cut it and dig it all out. Um, but who knows? Right. Cause yeah, you make a good point. It's like, Oh, you're just like burning all your old, photographs home videos stuff like that and you know i get pretty attached to all that kind of shit too so yeah well maybe just go through and just delete a few things (laughs) it's i mean it's hard to say too because like the other side is like it's uh i it's hard to live in the moment when you have all of when you would have all of these like recordings of the past and stuff Mm -hmm. um and so yeah it definitely makes sense to like get rid of it and not have to worry about it and like have the burden of all of these you know these specific memories like burned into your brain um uh, i don't know i i really hope this doesn't this type of situation doesn't happen to me because it's like it, it really it really shows like how frail um the human species is if like this kind of thing happened to them us yeah. i mean yeah. us i'm not i'm a human thing <laughs> too um, oh, it's getting kind of late. Uh, I, <laughs> Gotta wrap this up. Shit. This would be this would be a great podcast if you found out that I was an alien or some shit. Mm, suspicions confirmed. Then <laughs> so no biggie. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up that I I, I took a couple notes like while I was watching this because I was trying to be a good podcast guest. And one thing that I just said is the sex scene is so sad. <laughs> oh my God. So I took notes as well to try and be a good podcaster. Um, and I wrote sex scene is so fucking weird. <laughs> just, uh, and then I'm like, I wonder, I wonder what she went and rewatched. Cause yeah. he watched them. It's like, did she watch them or did she watch her and oily Marrakesh guy or someone else? yeah oh that was yeah and uh if i'm being completely honest i don't want to get too um into this because uh we're related and i don't want to hear about your your sexual conquests in the past um but (laughs) yeah i mean library um (laughs) but yeah just i I mean i kind of get it right like i like if you're together for that long and and you you had like a couple like specific times where you're like yeah that was really good and you have a recording of it like mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just it's it's so fascinating how detached like even something as like um as important like sex is just so important to us and the fact that they were able to detach that and be like yeah. oh i can streamline this like we can mm-hmm. put less effort in we can both get off by just watching this video rather mm-hmm. than actually like, trying to be in the moment like, yeah. Oh fuck! Like, uh, like I never thought about the fact that that could like ruin sex lives everywhere around the yeah. world. Um, but yeah, that was depressing. That was very depressing, and just yeah, an an odd visual. You know what I mean? Like, just at least they're on their sides and not like missionary. Can you imagine? Yeah, like, you're, true. you're face to face, but you're not face to face. Like, you're not right. looking at that you person. Yeah, weird, like, cloudy That would have been <laughs> way fucking weirder. Yeah, the whole. 
I wonder if there's like someone that's like super into like like the cloudy eye like cloudy eye sex like 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 the idea that they're that they're like watching something else so then they like pretend Wait. that they're like they're they pretend that they're watching a recording but they're just like looking at you while you're like <laughs> while you're, probably like, with all the new with all the new tech and everything you know in these episodes you figure there's new kinks going along with them right there could be someone that's like a cloudy eye fucker. Also, no. did you notice? I'm pretty sure Liam got off, but I'm. I don't think Fee got off. Yeah, I don't think Fee got off. I'm not an expert, and I never will be. But I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> I don't think she was satisfied, and I'm pretty sure Liam just like he's like, Bleh! and then just yep. like rolled roll over. So. Uh, yep. Nope. She wasn't. She was just kind of <laughs> along for the ride. <laughs> you know. But it's like when you're not having when you're not having engaging sex or intimacy like that like yeah he's not gonna know when she's close or you know Mm -hmm. it there's just that level of communication also that isn't happening in the bedroom well it probably becomes a crutch too like you probably get used to the idea uh, especially if you've been together for that long which i don't know what it's like but i assume there are a lot of times when like one partner's into it but the other one's not and like what's a like there you go there's a fix like use my body watch a recording get yourself off like go to bed, let's go to work tomorrow, you know, bed by nine, yeah. like, like, I could see that be, becoming a crutch for, for people, because that's, I mean, I, I, I do know that that is an issue with, with a lot of couples, so, I don't know, but it bummed but me I out. Think it's, I think it's still, it would still, like, I think it would be a bit of a band-aid for a while, you know, for maybe a couple that's not having a lot of sex, and they're like, all right, well, we'll just go back, we'll just watch whatever our own thing, and get off, blah, 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 but I don't think I think that'll just overall add to the problem. You know, it's you're not you're not engaging with each other. Mm-hmm. You're you're stepping like kind of almost literally outside of yourselves. It's easier <laughs> though, right? Like like I, I'm not saying it, it's good, but I'm saying like I can see how how couples would like that would become normal to them is because like there there is I mean especially if you have a child, right? Like you can I mean, speak to this. Like there's so many there's so many things going on in your life. It, I could, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I could just see it becoming, like, sex becoming a routine. Like, it becoming oh, this yeah. thing where, Absolutely. like, I just, I just need to get off so I don't have this feeling anymore. And then it, the the whole, like, watching the video thing, like, where you have these specific, like, spicy moments and stuff. is yeah. like, like, it becomes a, it becomes a crutch and it, beca- it becomes a part of your everyday routine. I suppose, though, like, I mean, even without the grain for, you know, married folks with kids it's like yeah sex can become a routine it become can become like passionless and all that and but i think with in with talking about it with like using the grain technology and couples using that as a way to kind of as a crutch or even to work through those issues i guess it would like if they were in a situation like liam and fee it's not going to help anything i think it's just gonna kind of add to the problem but if it's like a a couple that's like open communicating and they're just like, all right, look, this is, you know, we don't have the time to like light the candles and do the romance and everything. It's like, why don't we just pull up? It could also be something like one of them pulls up a sexy memory from a, a pastime of them two together and mm-hmm. throw it up on the screen. It'd be no different than watching a porn together. Mm-hmm. as a couple. Um, So I could see it working maybe that way. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's just interesting, it's like just like an individual kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I just think it's cool that they that they uh, this. I mean, this is what I'm talking about of like the layers, like 
that's something that I I didn't really think of, but obviously the writers did, and it's like how like how how would this affect people's sex lives? And I think it's like I think that would happen. I really like yeah. I think that's spot on. Like I, I think that like that sort of like meaningless like cloudy eyed sex, like people would be having weird cloudy cloudy eyed sex all all across the world. Yeah, <laughs> You know, but it's interesting, though, because Oily Marrakesh guy, during the dinner party, you know, he first brings it up, you know, rewatching old hot times when you're with somebody else. And it was just kind of funny how the rest of the table just seemed like they were above that or like I'd never can't believe he'd suggested like it wasn't or maybe it was just how he was describing it, possibly. But. You know, so uh, obviously Oily yeah. Marrakesh guy does it. It could be one of those things where everyone else at the table does it, but they just don't want to admit it. They That's just what can't I think. say it out loud. That has to be it. Because, like, no, no one, like, I mean, not, like, more and more people, there's less stigma about porn. But, like, mm-hmm. you don't you don't hear people just being like, oh, dude, I, I watched this awesome porn yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, that's just not something that we talk about <laughs> yet. Like, like, you know, obviously porn is, like, like becoming more accepted. But it's Absolutely. not something that we just talk about over dinner. Like, you, like people would have the same reaction if I was sitting there and I was like, "Yeah, dude, I I was watching this this Riley Reed scene." Uh, I'm trying <laughs> not to get too specific because I don't want the, the, the listeners to like get too much of a glimpse into my life. But it's like, yeah, I saw this like sweet like Riley Reed scene on Pornhub and it was great and like blah blah. This happened. Everyone would be like, "Dude, what? Like, you're crazy. Like, go out and actually have sex." Well, they probably just watched porn like the night before. You know what I mean? It's like right. it's yeah. this whole like um, just like trying to take the higher road, I guess. But I yeah, I, I think I think I agree with that assessment of it. Is like they all do it, but they don't. They don't fucking. They don't talk about it. Yeah, hypocrites. Yep. Horny fucking hypocrites. Yeah, fucking yeah. horny hip, cloudy eyed fucking horny hypocrites. <laughs> cloudy eyed fuckers. <laughs> um all right anything else you want to say about season one i don't think so um i think we pretty much nailed it i think think so too um i think it's a i think it's a great i I think there's my favorite episodes are later in the series um Mm -hmm. and with this uh being an anthology style show i i I mean that's just a part of it right like there's just going to be some episodes that are are, yeah. are that don't really resonate with you and some that really do um but uh yeah there's like this is a great i mean i i kind of forgot about these episodes not i didn't forget about them but they're not the first ones i think of from the whole series yeah um but going back and watching them uh minus the first episode um i really like them they're, they're they were really good I'm, I'm glad that i watched them again and they kind of get me like stoked to continue to watch them so um, I think they do exactly what they're intended to is like to get mm-hmm. us to think and to get us to be interested in seeing more episodes and stuff. And I, I actually haven't seen season five yet. So I think I might just like mm-hmm. continue chugging through rewatching and then just get to get to season five. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. When you get to season five, you know, because I'm my, my hope is to do uh, keep plugging along through the series and covering each season with you um, for the podcast. So it'll be it'll be fun and interesting to see what your take is um, for season five. No. And Bandersta- Bandersnatch. I'm, I'm I'm retiring from Shut your podcast. 
Shut up. I, 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 I <laughs> burned bright. I, no, I burned bright and I, I completely stole the show and I completely nailed it and I just, I retire. I don't, I don't, you were to, I'm on top. Well, better to burn out <laughs> than fade away. I did see Bandersnatch already, but yeah, I, I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll, we definitely, uh, we definitely have more to talk about. Cause like, like I said, some of my favorite episodes are a little bit later. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. I guess we can start wrapping this up. Um, I haven't really figured out a good way to like end the episode. <laughs> yeah. I can't, Did I haven't figured say, out a, a good way to start the fucking funny. episode. So no, you did great. You did great. Hey, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> And it's like there's different levels of bad on each of the other episodes that I've recorded. So oh it's a part of it, right? Like the whole the whole podcast experience is you you know, not not any like no one's perfect. Everyone's gonna say dumb shit. <laughs> bunch of dumb shit during this whole thing. Uh, uh it's just a yeah, you just edit it out. <laughs> and obviously oh. you get more like comfortable with, with everything as you as you continue. So mm. um, yeah, this is this was a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm this is like such a great idea and just a fun, regardless of how popular it gets and all that stuff. Like, yeah, uh, it's a fun thing to do. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to have a recording of, and and um, I didn't like it. This kind of harkens back to like like high school English for me, like when you kind of wa- like studied something and watched it, and you had to come back and report about it. Like, yeah. It's, it's, to have to like really pay attention to the details, um, and obviously I I suck at it because I I couldn't even remember the name of the second episode, um, mm-hmm. nor can I remember right now because my brain is dying. But it's fun to like watch something and know it's like a book club, right? Like it's fun to watch yeah. something and know like um, like you have to pay attention to like so deeply because you're gonna have a in depth conversation about it. So um, yeah, it was a good time. And see, for me, all that just comes so naturally, especially if it's a show that I just fucking fall in love with and become obsessed with. I just, it, I will sit there and I will absorb it and I will, like, I'll sit through it, first time watch it, love it, fall for all the oh my gods and the twists and whatnot, and then go back and I'll rewatch them throughout the years and just find new reasons to love it and obsess about it and then to continue to talk about it, so... Figured a podcast was just kind of a good way to actually like do that, do that instead of getting yelled at by my boss. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a great point. So well, all right. Um, I don't feel like ending this in any kind of fun, fancy way. Okay. okay literally, all you have to do is just thank me for being on the show, and then be like, "All right, tune in next time." Blah 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 blah. But yeah. Well, I was thinking don't maybe. Think. Okay. Okay, well, because one show idea... Myself, I'll show shut myself up. up. <laughs> I'll show myself out. Get the fuck out of here. That works, too. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thank you, Brian, for being on my podcast. <laughs> You're not welcome. That wasn't sincere. <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> oh, no. Um, anyways, so well, your face grimacing as you said that. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt. But, but really, thanks, Brian. Um, and I, thanks for 
agreeing to do this and putting up with all the trial and error of trying to get it all recorded and sounding okay. Hopefully all the audio comes through because I think this was um, a really good talk, a really good dive into season one um, of Black Mirror. I hadn't really thought about any of these episodes for a while. So yeah, going back and rewatching them and kind of picking up and on things that I may have missed the first time or just a, a different perspective. Um, again, just like with Liam, all the now thinking like, Maybe Fee was the victim. Maybe she was, you know, he was emotionally abusive or whatever, whatever. But it's just kind of fun to go back and revisit and see how perceptions and opinions might change. So, for sure. Excellent. So, well, thank you for having me. And uh, I look forward to uh, doing another episode. Excellent. Well, I will let you know when I get through season two and uh, we'll record and then there'll be another one for everyone to listen to. So um, thank you, Brian. Thank you, six people listening. And this has been my streaming bubble with me, Jen, and my brother that I tolerate, Brian. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. God.